0: Hello, my friends, this is Pastor Stephen coming to you today from South Florida, praise God, as my wife and I are on the road, and we've been traveling and having a wonderful 25th wedding anniversary, and also doing some things of uh, even taking the ministry with us on the road, and I sat down with my good friend, Duby Sabo, from Israel, and we talked about current events. We also got into some areas uh, where the Holy Spirit led us into... uh, how you can use your faith to possess certain blessings from the Lord. And we actually were directed by the Holy Spirit to uh, emphasize one of those blessings and release an anointing and a breakthrough blessing for those who want to step in into that particular area. You'll hear about that in just a few minutes. But before I share those two interviews with you, those two sit-down talks that he and I had together, Let's honor the Lord by bringing the tithes and the offerings into the storehouse of God. Now, we know in Joshua chapter 6 that the Lord said something very interesting to Joshua and it reveals a principle. Now, remember, you live your life by faith and you operate in faith principles. You will have some blessings that just come right to you directly It's almost like they fall in your lap, but there are some other blessings that they're not just going to fall into your lap or randomly come into your life somehow. You're going to have to, on purpose, intentionally, use your faith to possess those promises or to take your promised land as we would see from an Old Testament perspective. Now, Joshua chapter 6 verse 1 Now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out, and none came in. So this was a tremendously fortified, ancient city. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand, its king and the mighty men of valor. Now the Lord did not say, You know, I'm about to give the city into your hands. Get ready. No, He said, I've already done it. So what you have to learn is that you live your life by faith principles. In other words, you operate from the same platform that God does. He calls things done before they're even accomplished. He calls those things that are not as though they already were. And you need to learn to speak like God. You need to say, uh, by faith, we are going to get this done for the glory of God. And there is a point in your faith where you can call it done, before it's even manifested. Praise God. And when your faith is at that level, the manifestation is always right around the corner. And the Lord said to Joshua, see, I have given Jericho into your hand, its king and the mighty men of valor. So we need to be able to see by faith that the city already belongs to us. Now, if God has promised you a city, that you're going to take a city, then that's what you use your faith to do, and that's what Joshua and the Israelites did, and they carried out that task. Now, remember that you must also incorporate works into your faith. We see this very clearly in the New Testament writings in the book of James, chapter 2, and in verse 17. Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. So there has to be works. You're going to possess the promises of God, but that means movement. It means action. As you're continuing to believe and you're standing on the Word of God, you're also going to have to do your part. Maybe it's going out and looking. Maybe it's making some phone calls or uh, asking some questions or sending some emails. But there's always a part to do, even if it means walking around a city seven times. So you have to use faith with works. Verse 26, for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. As you honor the Lord with your tithes and your offerings, don't just sit back and say, well, I've done my part. I've been obedient and I'm walking in scriptural commandments to give the Lord the tithe and to sow seed. Now it's just going to, money's going to come to me and it's going to follow me and everything will be fine. Well, the Lord is going to bless you, but you're still going to have to use your faith. Even as you're walking in obedience, you still have to use your faith to access what God has promised you. And, and trust me, as a tither, as a covenant child of God, the doors are going to be open, but you must use your faith to go through the open doors and to possess what God says is yours. Praise the Lord. And this is how you get into those areas of maybe we could could call them even the miracle blessings, the things that would be out of reach from a natural perspective. This is how you do it. You honor the Lord with your tithe and offering, and now you're on a financial platform with God. You're on a financial covenant with God, and use your faith to go and do what you and God can do together. You can't do it on your own, but with His help, and you trusting Him, I'm telling you what, you're going to see some amazing things accomplished in your life this year. So at this point, let's bring the tithes and offerings into the storehouse of the Lord. For those of you that prefer to mail your tithes and offerings in, please send them to Stephen Brooks International, P.O. Box 717, Moravian Falls, North Carolina. The zip code is 28654. Now, if you prefer to bring your tithes and offerings in online, you can do so anytime, day or night, from any place in the world. Please visit our ministry website stephenbrooks.org, and there on the homepage, there's a red uh, tab, and it says give. It has a heart on it, and you can click that, and you can bring your tithes and offerings in right now, and they will go directly into the storehouse of God so that we may continue to increase this ministry work, expand the ministry work, and preach the gospel literally to the most remote places of the world, as well as the most inhabited places of the world as well. Praise God. Thank you for your giving. Now without further ado, I want to take you into this conversation that me and my good Israeli friend Dubi Sabo had, and you will be blessed. I'll be back at the end of the second interview. Well, hello my friends. This is Pastor Stephen Brooks, and I'm here today with my good friend Dubi Sabo. Shalom everyone. Shabbat shalom. And we're just hanging out, having a good time here in Palm Beach, Florida. And we had come down here, Kelly and I did, to welcome President Trump home uh, to his hometown. Of course, he lives just a few miles from here north. And it was a wonderful celebration as he landed in the local airport and is now resting and relaxing. And so we have had a tremendous time in prayer. And guess what? Our good friend was just right down the street.
1: Yeah. It's just amazing how God orchestrates everything. I mean, we never planned it. And I'm sure all of you remember that we celebrated our beautiful conversation during the New Year's Eve. And it was just incredible that you hosted me and it felt so great. And we stayed in touch. And now that I've seen Kelly was sending me the video of you uh, just doing the reception for Donald Trump coming back home, And I was blown away because I said we're going to be in the same area and then one thing led to another and here we are standing together now on that beautiful blessed soil where the president and for me is still the president I mean you know I mean it's not over yet even though we have to pray for 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 Joe Biden and we have to pray for America and for the administration because we know that God is the one who nominates kings and rulers but I don't believe that all of this is over yet at least You know for Israel we very blessed very blessed with Donald Trump
0: yes and you know America is a big country and when you're looking at a nation that's over about 2,400 miles from one end to the other and yet here Duby and I were in the same little area of South Florida and we decided just to get together we have just had lunch where we have been planning and praying about our future efforts of of going back to Israel and bringing more tour groups to Israel. And I tell you what, Israel is going to reopen soon from the uh, COVID shutdown. And we plan on being there and we're getting ready to take tours back to uh, Israel this year. And my friends, if you've never been, at least once in your life, you need to go to the Holy Land. And I'm standing next to the premier tour guide of Israel, (laughs) the walking encyclopedia of Holy Land knowledge. And uh, we will fill you full of the Word and the Scriptures, and it will change your life. And I believe that your one-time event will turn into multiple events. And we know that if we bless Israel, the blessing of the Lord extends upon our lives as well.
1: Uh, just you know i want you all to know that i already feel the blessing of the lord and how things were orchestrated for us during this journey uh, here in america we didn't plan for all this time to be here but God provided great people along the way. And uh, and also I feel that we've been in those junctions of decision makings when we came to the capital and prayed uh, for the elections. And, you know, sometimes things doesn't immediately work uh, the same way we look at them. But God knows the time and the season. Uh, the fact that uh, this amazing man of God is right here, the same spot right now, praying for the same things. And you were uh, just on the fix. You were in D.C. and also praying. Yes. Uh, we are not. I want you to know, guys, we are not discouraged. We know that God has the timing. We are committed to pray. But we, we persevere with our prayers. We are going to stay determined with eyes focused on the target. And we know for sure that it might take some time. But in the end of the day everything works by God's plan. So I don't know how you feel about this, Pastor, but I know that you are a great teacher of the Word and you definitely knows the Word of God. And I would definitely like to hear from you. What do you sense at this time, uh, considered what happened?
0: Well, I think as Duby and I were talking earlier about some of the views from Kabbalah. Now, Kabbalah is uh, Jewish mysticism, endeavoring to explain scriptures from a spiritual aspect. Uh, But I think, as I have been reading over all of the kings of Israel, over all of the kings of Judah, that right now we have in king over America, uh, an Israelite type king from the northern kingdom. And normally when you had an Israelite king, you had liberalism. You had, uh, unfortunately, idolatry and you had a lot of sin. But yet in the southern kingdom, you would have more righteous kings that would come forth. Well, we have just had a Judah type king in Trump that was in office for four years, but now we have more of a northern type king that is going to be in office for the next four years. And I I unfortunately have to say that the next four years are gonna be very difficult for the sinners. Now, for those of you that uh, your life is right with God and you're walking with the Lord, I believe there's gonna be exponential increase of blessing and kingdom flourishment in your life, unlike anything that you have ever seen before. So remember, God is a covenant-keeping God, and when you walk with Him in covenant, you are exempted from the calamities that come from the curse of the law that are based upon disobedience. So as we walk with the Lord, these are going to be tremendous times for us, but for America, it's going to be a difficult time because we have a northern-type king that is now ruling over the nation.
1: Yeah, I I can connect very well to what you're saying, uh, you know, in terms of the character uh, of the kingdoms and the different kingdoms and um, not to compare exactly the same, but also to, to convey a message that biblically, biblically you might understand. Uh, when you talk about a northern type of Israelite king, you might think about um, Ahab, for example. That sure. was very much influenced by the northern kingdom of Tyre. His, his wife was Jezebel, the yes. daughter of the king of Tyre. So we know what kind of worship they brought into the land of Israel and the Baal prophets and the Asherahs. And And we see in America, it's a partnership. I mean, there's a king, but in this situation, his wife is not the queen the Queen is Kamala Harris and when you say four years, I'm not 100% about four years. I, agree. I know one thing right. that this might break sometime, you know, yes. is maybe his health. I don't know. And, the, and and then just like with Ahab, you know, Jezebel was the, in control. And I'm yes. afraid that this is the situation right here as well with with secularism and liberalism and what's happening. So, you know, I, I, I'm not so Familiar with the American politics so much and and I, I only speak from the side of Judah, you know, Israel for me yes. Is is Israel Judah nowadays is is the Jews that are the Jews and the benjaminites, you know and the 10 tribes of Israel are lost somewhere So so for me, you know when when Kim Clement was prophesying about a David in the White House Yes, and he meant Donald Trump the yes. trumpet uh, there was a season and, and yes. we know that David didn't live for a long time. He was seven years old. Right. He wasn't perfect you know but he was the closest to God. He was a Psalmist and a forefather of the dynasty of the Messiah. So so I'm feeling that everything works according to God's plan. You know there was a season that he gave the land in the hands of Ahab and Jezebel and even the people were drawn after them and, and they were wavering between uh, between the two opinions and then Elijah came over and you know yeah. and he shown them together with God what was the true word. and Ahab needed to run the hell out of there, you know, and and to run away. And so is Jezebel. She was yes. thrown to the she was thrown to the dog. So I'm yes. not prophesying this over uh, America in a literate way, but I'm talking in a in a political way. I'm saying that um, what Israel needs is a heart like what Donald Trump had. And that's what we need is either trump is going to return or somebody uh anointed by trump i don't know exactly but i know what israel needs nowadays israel needs a, a david type of king needs a king of judah and not a king of israel
0: yes and when you look at the history of israel's kings particularly that from the northern kingdom you did have fraudulent kings you had kings that were that they got their way into office either through murder sometimes other times you had you had a political coup or an overthrow. You had a military general kill the king and then step into that kingly office. So we just have to pray and walk with the Lord and the blessings are going to flow to God's people and as w- to Israel as well. Hello, my friends. We're back again. Uh, this is Pastor Stephen and my precious friend Duby. And we're just hanging out here today in the beautiful Mar-a-Lago, South Florida. Uh... Home of President Trump, right back behind us, as you can see across the inlet here. It's a beautiful day, and I tell you, it's a nice place to come during the winter, isn't it, Doobie? Because it's about 82 degrees Fahrenheit here, and I know the rest of America is pretty cold right now.
1: Well, as we've been traveling around America for a long time, and we've been to snow and rain and 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 all these beautiful different weather and humidity uh, in Yosemite and this is very nice to defrost a little bit okay. here in Florida and yeah, we feel the blessing of the weather.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, I guess it's not quite as hot as uh, getting down to the Negev, to Eilat and places <laughs> like that that stay pretty much over 100 degrees Fahrenheit around the year just about, don't they?
1: Well, well, not exactly in the winter. The winter they are around the 70s, 80s. Nice. But in the summer they go up over to 105, 110, sometimes even 120 down that in that area with the Negev.
0: Yeah, that's uh, maybe a little too hot for comfort. Thank God for air conditioning. You know, when you come to an area like this, you certainly do see the wealth and the affluence of nice homes Uh, a beautiful Bentley just went by and many nice cars Lamborghinis a dime a dozen around here and I know that some of you are watching from different parts of the country and you have to understand that you cannot frame your mindset by a limited vision perhaps that you live in I grew up in the state of Mississippi which in America is, 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 if I'm correct, is still probably the poorest state in the nation. And so when I grew up, I was influenced with what we would call maybe a poverty mindset. And all I saw was poverty. And all I saw was unpaved roads and uh, showers with no hot water and no running water for toilets and things like that. We had the old fashioned outhouse. but my friends god has a prosperity plan for your finances and we see that in scripture don't we do we see that throughout the old testament scriptures
1: we definitely do see that throughout the old testament scriptures and you know you just mentioned you know me driving within bali around the united states and talking about mississippi state and we drove through mississippi and i understand exactly what you were talking about but you know if your said is right even in Mississippi, driving along the coastline, you know the Gulf of Mexico, we've seen some beautiful, prosperous homes and houses. And and driving through that area towards Florida, we've seen areas that looked a little bit more high, you know, higher scale. And we know that it's out there. Yeah. it's just for the people to get in God's mindset of prosperity and seek your way towards that because God wants us to be prosperous. God really wants us to thrive. He didn't bring us to this world to suffer and and to struggle but yes when we struggle with our faith and we struggle with our mindset so we struggle with many other things but if we are keen and direct and we set our hearts towards God this is our compass his book is our guideline and we'll get to that beautiful prosperous future and presence that God wants us to have so yes you are 100 percent right and i love your prosperity ministry because that's exactly what god wants for all of us
0: amen and while i know that as you're listening you understand that Duby and i aren't saying that you're going to drive a brand new bentley but we are saying that in the lord your faith can take you to places where there are no limits so you don't have to limit yourself to your circumstances or surroundings but you can use your faith and it wouldn't surprise me one bit to see some of you, perhaps in the future, drive a bit me. And God has no problem with, with prosperity. The Lord just wants to make sure that covetousness never has a place in your heart. Now, here we are enjoying a beautiful day, praising God. And uh, Duby, what is the Lord putting on your heart uh, for sharing today? What scripture did He give you today?
1: Well, you know that when I come here to this very spot and mar lago is in my back right there yes. and I remember the Torah portion of this very week now and it's the Torah portion called Bo ah. and it's the third Torah portion of the book of Exodus and the verse that God tells me is when he spoke to Moses and he says to Moses when you will come to pharaoh he didn't say go to pharaoh or when you're gonna go to pharaoh yes. when you're gonna come to pharaoh yes. you yes. are the initiator you are the one who takes your fate and you takes your destiny in your own hands and you're gonna come to pharaoh yes. with authority i god gonna harden his heart but i'm gonna make you prevail to Make sure that he's going to be submitted to God's will. And the verse that I feel here is for the new president of the United States of America. For Joe Biden. When Moses, which is the people of faith, are going to come to you with God's word. You are going to submit to God's word. America doesn't need any plagues like the Pharaoh needed to send them and deliver them into freedom from the hands of prognosticators from the hands of the people who doesn't want us to prosper already i can feel that by all what people were predicting about the uh you know stock market and everything is going to collapse god's economy is so different yes the president was changed everybody was sure that everything's gonna go down and it's not going down. God's prosperity is in continuation for the beautiful foundation of this man who lives right behind me that he was putting in place. So God's is 100% in control and Moses comes to Pharaoh. He is the initiator. We come to God knowing that God can change the heart of everyone in position, in presidency, and every many things that were predicted and and were declared that he's going to do i know that god will make sure that this president and his vice president are going to submit to his word
0: amen you know uh, last year 2020 although it was a difficult year for many and we were faced with a global pandemic which in my opinion was just a heightened form of the flu uh you know created from China and spread throughout the earth but even still with so many difficulties and I believe we have another private jet coming over as they're just landing all the time here now remember I want you to have a prosperity mentality praise the Lord and some of you, you need you have more exposure and get out of the little box that maybe you put yourself in thinking that the most that you could ever do is maybe make 15 dollars an hour My friends, God wants to take you some places where not only you can be blessed, but you can have overflow so that you can be a blessing to others. Praise God. But we had our best year ever in the ministry last year despite all of the difficulties and the difficult circumstances that were going on. And I believe that this year, if you will use your faith, you have the potential to go into the realms of glory and blessing of the Lord that you have dreamt about. And God's spirit can take you there. The spirit of wisdom and revelation can touch your mind and touch your understanding. You can walk in light of God's word, obey the scriptures, and see the promises of God come to pass in your life. Now, be earlier you and I were talking about the miracle of how God gave you and your wife a home. And I think it's very important for the viewers to understand the power of the prophetic word. Anytime I get a prophecy from a trusted prophet, or so often when I give one, the listener will write it down. Well, they're they're going to want me to put it on an audio. they get their cell phones out. Why? They want to be able to go back and re-listen to it because the word of the Lord will bring faith into your heart. And you received a prophecy from a a trusted prophet, Kim Clement, and that word came to pass swiftly in your life. And the next thing you knew, you were able to secure and buy a beautiful home. Can you tell us about that miracle?
1: Yes, I was was working uh, with Kim in his office in the studio, and I was doing a teaching over there. And all of a sudden, while I'm just talking on the platform, Kim stopped everything and he said, I want to stop everything right now. I'm getting a word from God that had nothing to do with uh, what I was teaching about and talking about. And he says, the Lord told me that you're going to own your own home. And I said to him, I have a home. And he (laughs) says, no, no, you're going to own your home. And little that he knew, he never knew that. I never shared this with him. We were in and I We were renting for 14 years and because of our ages we couldn't get a mortgage i mean we could get a mortgage if we put a down payment of 60 percent which we never had but we applied we always applied you know with with faith the bank and what was happening is that During that very time, it was so swift, while Kim was still prophesying, Inba was calling me. This was evening in in California, late evening night in California when we worked in the studio. And it was early morning in Jerusalem because there's 10 hours difference. And Inba calls me, she says, the bank called her. And they've decided to start an experimental program with people our ages that has the ability to return the mortgage and we don't have to put the down payment of 60%. That would settle for 10%. Great. Would you imagine this? It was so swift. That was the first time we could afford the house. We took a mortgage of a lot of money, over a million shekels. And and it was just incredible. We took the first mortgage for 30 years. And then immediately after that, we knew that there's a prosperity in our heart and this is going to be our priority. And we, we changed the, the contract for six years. And we finished it with three years so you
0: paid it off in three we years we paid
1: it off death-free in three years which was just unbelievable how god was prospering us and blessed us and and ever since then you know we knew that when you get a word well we knew it before but still this was a reconfirmation when you get a word from a trustworthy prophet you should hold on to it yes. you should hang on to that and you should believe in that and and literally Prophecy is coming to teach us how to pray and what to pray for with trust and faith in God.
0: Yes, and we know from the book of James that it says faith without works is dead. But in that testimony that Duby just shared, there is a there's a real nugget. I want some of you that your hearts are being moved to believe God for more. I want you to step into this. Duby applied for a home and some of you would say well why should I even go to the bank knowing that I'm not going to qualify I'm just going to be turned down because you have to do all you can do and if you will do your part God will come put the super upon your natural the next thing you know a miracle is happening but because they filed an application even though there was the initial no yet now they're on file and so when something new came through the banking system that gave you an opportunity they were there. They could contact them. So I want to encourage you, follow the dream that God has put in your heart, but put put legs to it. Get up and do what you can do in the natural. And there are some things, of course, you can't step into it because, in a sense, we don't have that power. But you can at least march around, the, march around Jericho. You can do something that demonstrates to God that you have faith. And as you do that and continue to praise Him and believe Him, I'm telling you, a door is going to open praise the Lord. Somebody says, Pastor Stephen, I don't have enough money. That's not the issue. The issue is that you have to have faith and the Lord will see your faith and then he will come and he will bring a a blessing into your life. Some of you you're watching right now, and you're thinking, I can't, I don't want to live another year in the apartment. I've had my years of apartment uh, uh, living, Brother Dubin. and I see you've had two fourteen 14 years, right? There's I a- had many more before that, but yeah. in and I we had 14 years. Okay. I lost my first
1: home. I, yeah, but but right. I believed in that. I, as as you said, you know what, Pastor, you're so right because because you, you said you have to act towards your dream, and and we were everybody were laughing at us when we used to return to the bank and we got we got you know we got uh, refused and, and refused and over again and and even once you know even the guard uh, was telling me guys i see you here all the time and and uh, this is a this is a mortgage bank you know <laughs> because usually younger people come over and like we yeah. looked i'm with my hair and everything and right. we pressed in and he we trusted we trust and that's perseverance perseverance and pressing in and and that's what god wants from us this determination of knowing and and believing that beyond the circumstances, because that's what a miracle is all about. And we do believe in miracles yes. and we do believe in God's provision. And, and that's what we are doing. Like, like we came here to the States and we we didn't have the finances even for a month or so to be wow. here. And all of a sudden we already here uh, with with your people blessings, with other people blessings. And we're able able to to step into God's economy uh, just by faith. And all this traveling is by faith. And I love what you prophesy to your people. You bless them because that's what they need. They need to be encouraged always to trust the Lord and believe that they are entitled. And they are entitled and they are worthy of that. Don't feel that if you have been disappointed once or twice or ten times before, if it's righteous, keep on
0: pressing in. Yes, and my friends, we're in a new era of miracles. You need to believe God for his best. Here comes another jet. We have private jets flying over us the way seagulls fly over some of your homes. They're just rolling in. We're having Rolls Royces drive by. Uh, $300,000 Rolls Royce just drove by. Pastor Stephen, are you gonna grab one? (laughs) Well, we'll just have to see, hallelujah. I'm blessed and happy with what, what the Lord is doing in my life, but I know that I want to do more for the Lord. Praise God. Now, if you're living in a situation where you say, I want to have my own home, we're gonna, me and Doobie are gonna pray for you right now. It's shocking when you read through the scriptures and you see how many of the men and women of God in the Bible owned their own home, the prophets of old owning their own homes. And when John sent his two disciples over to Jesus, they said, where do you live? Did you notice that Jesus said, did, did, did not say, well, birds of the air uh, uh, have nest and foxes have holes, but I don't have nowhere. No, he didn't say that. He said, come and see. And they went to his house. And God wants you to have your own house where you can have uh, wonderful devotional times. You can have a safe and secure home in a nice area of town where it's safe. and And so you also have an asset that you own. So if that's you and you want to own your own house, lift up your hands because... We're gonna pray for you as homeowners. The Lord gave Kelly and I the most beautiful home up on a hill overlooking the, the, the village and town. And it, it's kind of the, the home that, uh, you know, it was owned by a formal, uh, former uh, tycoon of the area that established the, for, the first trucking line within the county. And we were able to buy that home through really a miracle blessing of the Lord and now we live in that home as representatives of the lord jesus my friends god's got a miracle for you if you want to have your own home and you're believing god for a breakthrough lift up your hands right now father Uh, myself and Brother Doobie, we join our faith together with those people that are watching that would like to get out of renting and leasing and move into home ownership. Oh God, we ask that you would do a miracle for them and that the homeowning angels would be released. They're bringing them into a place where if they need a mortgage, they can get that mortgage. And Father God, there will be loan approval. And Father God, everything will line up just right. And if they need down payment money, which they're probably gonna need some at least, lord that you would do a miracle of provision where they have down payment money to work with and they're able to get in a home that makes their heart happy now father we ask this in the name of jesus we agree and say amen
1: yes and and definitely i'm standing in a huge agreement with you and you know if two of us in agreement the lord is in the midst of us but i want to tell you just to share this this little testimony with you, just like uh, Pastor Stephen here was sharing about his home overlooking the town, a home on a hill. My home, our place is actually overlooking the entire city of God, the entire city of Jerusalem. From one side of the home, i can see the very hospital where i was born i can see the first neighborhood where i was raised i can see the neighborhood where my mother lives i can see the city and the entrance to the city of jerusalem Ir Shalem, the city of the lord god of israel i never believed that this is where god is bringing us from my balcony yes my my condo is not big it's it's very small it's 1200 square feet my balcony can see the entire city of jerusalem it's a sanctuary for us this is where in baal and i we sit down and pray our morning devotion every morning meditate and blessing god from bringing us to that very spot and and some of you my followers you've seen my home i've been doing a lot of teachings from right there and i'm sure you've been blessed by that god wants you to have an address god wants you to have a permanent location down in our earth you know why because his church is his house and the first church in the history of this world was in the house of Peter this was right there in Capernaum where they got together Jesus gathered his disciples his followers and said let's get together in this place and this is where he started to teach them the word that later on was carried away all the way to the Gentiles and started to bring them back to the lord god of israel so he established his church in a home it was a house church first and foremost yeah. your home is your holy sacred place and everyone entitled to have their own home their own place of permanent residency because from there your blessing comes this is your anchor in the land so i join you with this amazing blessing and i would say adonai El Elyon, shomer israel Ten bait Lecholadam, Bait Shia Bait Shelo, Abit Shelahem, Amakom Shehem Tsrikim, Kedeleyatsevotam, Kede Shelaim Kohveotsma Veyetsivut. Please, Lord God of Israel, provide a home to every one of your believers. This is going to be their anchor, their established place, their sanctuary, their base to trust you to trust your word and to trust you in faith provision and homes beautiful beautiful prayer
0: today pastor Praise god amen so uh we just want to say how much we love you and we appreciate you this is myself pastor stephen brooks and Duby sabo coming to you from mar a right outside of the roll, right across the inlet from the trump home and he has a home god has a home god has mansions pastor Stephen. i'll wait till i get to heaven no hallelujah you may live to be 120 so you need to have a home while you're here there's the anointing now do your part use your faith go out and believe god for it. don't overdo your faith and try to grab something that's too heavy for your faith to lift but find that category where your faith is comfortable and begin the work and we know that we'll be hearing from you with a miracle testimony till next time stay richly blessed
1: shabbat shalom
0: Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Now, how many of you that have been believing God to have your own residence, your faith has been stirred, and you have agreed in prayer with Duby and I, where you have released your faith to believe God for your own home, I tell you what, God's going to do it. So let's seal the deal by taking holy communion together, and I, I just believe God's going to do a miracle in your life. Now, before we do take communion, let me say this. If you are watching today's program and you don't know Christ as your Lord and Savior. He is the only means of redemption and deliverance from the sin nature that we all inherited from Adam. When you put your faith and trust in Christ, he comes into your heart. You are, as we Christians say, based upon the the Bible, you go through a born again experience. Your spirit is recreated and you no longer have a spirit that is spiritually dead. You have a spirit that is alive unto God The life of God comes into you and your sins are washed away through the blood of Christ. If you have not yet made Christ your Lord and Savior, I invite you to receive him right now. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner, but you died on the cross to save sinners like me. Jesus, come into my heart. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. Wash all my sins away write my name in your book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me right now. Lead me and guide me from this day forward. In your name I pray. Amen and amen. Praise God. Now, for new Christians as well, let's take communion together. Praise the Lord. Grab some grape juice and a little wafer and let's pray. Father, we thank you for the bread and the juice. We bless it through this prayer and set it apart as holy. We sanctify it. And this is now the body and the blood uh, of Christ our Savior. And Father, as we receive it, we thank you that we are walking in your blessings and walking in your promises. Father, thank you for the body of Jesus. We thank you that he went to that cross and laid his life down for us for full redemption, full salvation. And that means a nice place to live, a nice place to stay. He didn't just redeem us from sin and want us to live out under a tree somewhere, getting rained on and snowed on and freezing in the winter and sweating in the summer. He made full provision for us through the new covenant, the new deal, signed by His blood, Father, as we receive the body of Jesus, we take a hold of your promises. We thank you for a nice home, a nice residence, and we thank you that we are blessed to be a blessing. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's receive the body of the Lord. I see you possessing your land. I see you possessing your home just like the Israelites of old went up into the promised land and possessed their promises. I see you possessing the promises that rightfully rightfully belong to you as a child of God. I see you using your faith and putting works to your faith and having tremendously outrageous testimonies. Woo! I look forward to hearing them. Let's take now the blood of Christ. Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus and its cleansing power to wash away sin, to remove sin. And we thank you that you've also promised that our sins and iniquities, our lawless acts, you remember no more. So Father, we take you up on that, and we say thank you for forgiving us and forgetting all of our sins and not holding that against us, but that we're clean through the blood of Christ. We give you praise, Father. We thank you for the precious blood of Jesus, and we would ask that you would lead us away from temptation. We ask that you would deliver us from the evil one. And, Father, if we have sinned, we ask that you would wash all those sins away, and we forgive anybody who has sinned against us. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's receive the blood of Christ. Praise the Lord. Well, my friends, I trust that you have a wonderful day and a great week. My wife and I are getting back out on the road, and we're continuing our journey. And we'll see you at the next location. Till then, walk in the blessing of the Lord. Walk in the favor of the Lord. Bye-bye.